You're listening to Team Talk on ESPN Radio, 1017 The Team. Welcome back to Team Talk, ESPN Radio, 1017 The Team's. He's Sam Hauser. I am Joe O'Neill. And here's today's segment honoring some of the inductees in this year's New Mexico Sports Hall of Fame. One of the inductees in this year's class, they're called the Elite Eight. It's the 50th anniversary of the New Mexico Sports Hall of Fame. It's Frank Maestas, the late Frank Maestas. Everybody from New Mexico remembers reading Frank Maestas' coverage of everything and anything sports in the Albuquerque Journal for 28 plus years and joining us now is his son Senator Mo Maestas uh, on his behalf uh, talk about the honor that this is to your dad's legacy and to your family it's a tremendous honor Joe I mean to be in the Hall of Fame is something that can never be taken away it will, it will just c- cement his legacy forever as one of the premier sports journalists here in the state. As you know, he grew up in Las Vegas, became one of the first Latino sports writers in the country, and uh, loved sports, loved people, promoted uh, local talent, local coaches and players. But at the end of the day, he was a hell of a writer. He was just a damn good writer, and he put you in the game the night before when you read the morning paper. So it's a great tribute to him, and we're just so happy. I tell you what, there were a lot of his stories that were hung on refrigerators coast to coast. If, if Frank wrote a story about you, a good chance that there would be people cutting it out and putting a magnet and putting or some tape on that refrigerator. And that's like the biggest compliment you can get to a journalist. Right. For the folks listening at home, that's today's uh, Facebook with a thousand likes. You know, yes, yes. I mean, uh, he wrote about kids from northern New Mexico uh, all throughout the state uh, from Artesia to Farmington. The kind of articles that just empowered people. Can you imagine you're 16, 17, your, your photograph and your articles in the state's largest newspaper. The whole town knows about it. A, a lot of people, uh, random people come up to me from time to time and say, Mo, your dad wrote about me. And they have like, they're like tears in their eyes. And they're like, Mo, your dad wrote about me and it meant so much. And I did this and I did that, you know, applied to college, uh, became professionals. It just empowered a lot of people. And it was every sport under the sun, Mo. I mean, like he pretty much specialized in everything that he covered from golf to Lobos to Dukes. It went on and on and on. And I'm going to hold off on the high school stuff because I'm going to talk to you about that here in a second. But just the variety of sports he was able to cover and tell those stories. You're right, Joe. I mean, I, I grew up as a, I lived a storybook childhood because I was in the Dukes dugout watching uh, Ellenberger practice with the Lobos when he had a closed practice. And so he wrote Lobos, Dukes, boxing, golf, uh, all the semi-pro and pro tournaments, anything that happened here in Albuquerque with regards to sports, uh, he wrote about and put you in the game. You know, if you didn't make it to the game the night before, he put you in the game that morning when you read the article. And it was something where my brother and I as kids would run out of the house, go to the driveway, get that paper and fight to see who could have the Albuquerque Journal and, and read stories like from folks like your dad wrote. Okay, another thing, he had a passion for high school sports and he was the one driving the journal to cover high school and what happened uh, when that happened mo right so he convinced the journal hey look we have to cover high school sports you know that's it means a lot to the people in the state because newspapers didn't do that back in the day so he encouraged all the uh the coaches to call in after the game uh, dictate the box score uh, over the phone he'd have the stringers type it up he'd say hey 
you know, call in every week. Give me your top 10 rankings. Give me your stats. He'd do stats every week for who's leading rusher in the state. All that stuff is commonplace now, but he literally organized it back in the day and uh, and made it happen. And they said, well, if you sounds like you have the vision. Go ahead and, and get that going. And he just owned it. Yeah, he owned it. He owned it. And if, and if the coach didn't call in a couple, three games, he'd call the coach and say, hey, you know, I know you're tired after the game. You need to call in the box score, you know. And so uh, so it was great. It was great. And he and, and everything, um, he respected uh, players, respected coaches. He kept it in the white lines. He wrote about the game. He didn't get involved in the drama of people's personal lives. I don't think he would uh, enjoy being a journalist today, but he was – he was there during the golden age of journalism where you, you wrote about sports, you analyzed the game, uh, and just made a hell of a contribution. When the Final Four came to town in 1983, he was head of hospitality uh, and uh, met a lot of the national writers wow. and just uh, lived a storybook life. He's in the Hall of Fame, Joe. Yeah, he is now. That's for darn sure, as he should be and will always be. All right. Uh, one last thing. Pioneer for Latino writers. I mean, my goodness. Yeah, going back into the 60s and Carlos Salazar uh, followed him at the journey. But like now, it's just so neat to think that your dad was amongst uh, one of the, the first Latino journalists in this country. Yes, he was one of the first five or so Latino journalists in the nation uh, covering sports. Uh, now he's in the hall with his contemporary, Carlos Salazar, who, who covered for the Tribune. And so my uncle, my dad's brother, was a civil rights organizer, leader. So my dad was always kind of thinking whether he, did, he contributed or not. But he did in his own way by fighting for justice in his own sphere of influence. I remember the Skywriters tour, which was the old whack. They'd go from town to town uh, prior to the season. And the N-word was thrown around like, like nothing. You know, and he stopped the bus one night and said, look, if I hear that word again, there's going to be, we're going to go outside. And everyone freaked out and he never heard it again. He never heard that word again uh, in his presence as a writer. Uh, so anyway, he, uh, he contributed a lot, made a lot of people proud, made a lot of people realize like, hey, I could do that too. Um, he was the first person in my family to get a college degree. Now we have 13 degrees from, from our family tree. And that's great, great. We're going to be telling Frank stories uh, all spring and summer because uh, everyone has a great Frank story. No doubt about it. And I've heard some great ones, and we're going to hear more when this induction takes place in June. And we're going to get Mo, Senator Mo Maestas on again to talk about his dad, Frank Maestas' induction into the New Mexico Sports Hall of Fame. All right, much more Team Talk to come. ESPN Radio 101.7 The Team.